Idleman Unplugged is part of the Edify Podcast Network. I want to see your face Pass me by the crowds of people The priests who sing your praise Hello, my name is Shane Idleman, and I'm the pastor of Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California. It is my personal heart and goal for you to see truth through a biblical perspective. I hope that you enjoy this segment of Idleman Unplugged. All right. The topic is weight loss, weight loss. So Instagram, uh, you guys can chime in and let me know uh, your thoughts. If you have questions, I'm going to actually record this for possibly a future podcast. And so just answering some of those questions that came in, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but the reason I have a passion for health and fitness uh, and again, if you want chime in, you can ask questions on here. Uh, any, any, nothing's off the limits on this area of biblical health and fitness from a biblical perspective, biblical weight loss. And so, um, I was involved in the fitness industry before I became a pastor. God kind of called me out of that. And then I became a pastor. So uh, I still want, you know, want to help people in this area. A lot of times I'll pray for people, but the thing I'm praying for them about, you know, high anxiety, you know, well, have you tried getting off caffeine? Uh, high stress. Have you been in God's word? Have you, um, you know, put things in your mind that are wholesome and edifying? Uh, you know, things like that. We have to start there at the basics. Type two diabetes. Would you pray for me? Yes, but we have to get your blood glucose level under control and your body's insulin resistant right now. You know, so there's so many practical things. I think, um, it's important to look at it from a biblical perspective. So again, uh, I'm going live for some of you uh, here on Instagram. You can put your question in there. Anything, anything diet related, health related, uh, because it's an important topic. Here's why it's important. You know, people say, Shane, we're just supposed to, you know, confront, uh, confront the culture and we don't need to worry about all this stuff. Well, the problem is I can't confront the culture, nor can you unless you're taking good care of this body that God has given us. And so, you know, I know people who are bedridden. Uh, some of the people at our church who do the most for God are actually in wheelchairs. And so God can do whatever he wants to anyone. So I'm not trying to say, you know, God wants all of us to be healthy and wealthy and wise. Of course not. But we are called to steward this gift he has given us. And so when we're taking better care of our body, we can then... um do things for God even better. How much better of a parent are you going to be when you're not flying off the handle and snapping and irritable, uh, when you're getting that good sleep, when you're off of caffeine? And how, how, how about a better parent or a better father or a better dad or being able to go to the hospital and have more energy to go visit people, minister to people? And so I think, I think the enemy's coming after our health because I know personally when I'm, when I'm just, you know, when I was overweight and low energy, you know, I didn't want to do much. It was preaching was hard. Ministering to people was hard. And so I think that's important. I think we don't want to overlook that. So I'm going to take some questions here, mainly on Instagram. Uh, if you want to put your question in on this area, um, people have been asking, you know, about let's, let's start the top, top question, uh, peptides. Uh, and that would take a whole po podcast on its own. You're being, you're, you're hearing a lot more about peptides. They They've actually been out since the 1980s, I think, especially from Russia. Uh, some of them, you know, you've got to be careful with. Um, they are a lot different than performance enhancing drugs. What the difference is, I'll tell you briefly, uh, performance enhancing, you would look at testosterone, male hormones, and somebody would go to the doctor. I've got friends that are on uh, hormone replacement therapy right now, and they're actually younger than me. 
Uh, and I'm like, guys, you don't always have to do that. If you just, you know, sometimes you do. I, I'm not ruling it out. But uh, so you're actually going to your doctor and you're taking testosterone every couple of weeks. And it's, it's, you know, it's a synthetic. And so what happens is your body stops producing testosterone and your testes in men will begin to, you know, shrivel up because they're no longer needed. And it can future problems, of course, but sometimes it might be, you know, okay to offset that. I'm, I'm not, you know, that's up to them and God, but that's what it is. Testosterone therapy, they're injecting synthetic testosterone to, you know, get the body going with fat loss, energy and things like that. Or you have human growth hormone therapy, and that's a, that's a different hormone, human growth hormone. Actually, exactly what it means is... Um, you are, you know, increasing human, you're not actually increasing your own human growth hormone. You are putting synthetic human growth hormone into your body. Uh, Some people swear by it. Um, I follow sometimes Jay Campbell. Uh, He's not a Christian. He's not a believer. Uh, We dialogue sometimes. And of course, you know, great information from Ben Greenfield, uh, one of the top leading fitness experts. And Gary Becca, uh, hoping to have him on my podcast soon. Uh, I've been talking to him a little bit. And so, you know, that's what hormone replacement therapy or women will take some types of hormone replacement therapy. Or you're hearing in the LGBTQ agenda, you know, a, a girl wants to take hormone, uh, hormone replacement therapy because she wants to transition to a boy. And so, um, that's what hormone replacement therapy is. You're putting a synthetic drug into your body. Uh, and that's what I did when I was younger, uh, in my twenties, probably 19 or so, 20, 21. You know, I would take Sustanon 250. It would have, you know, uh, I would have testosterone, ethanate, propionate, and sipinate in it. Uh, and then I would take Anadrol, Anavar, Decadurable, and Dianabol. Um, Anadrol, I think I said that, Winstrel V, Equipoy, some of those are veterinarian drugs and they're all synthetic and it causes your body to grow and get bigger because you have a wrong, uh, wrong, um, priority. Uh, hey, Art, I see you logging on. Uh, Kenny, Julie, make about 50, 100, 150 people now. So keep asking questions, uh, on this. That's why I'm here. So anyway, that's what synthetic hormones are, uh, growth hormone, testosterone. You're putting synthetic things in. Sometimes you need it and that will, you know, get your body going. Now, what peptides are. So let me, I said all that to get to what peptides are. Peptides, and I'm not going to get real deep into this. Number one, I'm not an expert. Uh, there's good books out there on this topic, but what they do is they actually, there's a certain, they have certain peptides, certain amino acid strands, whether it's nine or 20 or, and what they do is you take the peptide and that peptide goes in it and it causes your own body to produce more testosterone. It causes, it causes your own body to produce more growth hormone. So you're not taking a synthetic thing. The peptides are actually, you know, working with your pituitary gland and different things so that your body produces more growth hormone or more testosterone. Now, of course, there's, you know, you could, you could have some pitfalls with that too. Everything. There's usually a, a pro and con with, with most, most things. And those would be things like, I believe, ipamorelin, uh, ipamorelin or tessamorelin, uh, CJC1295. Those types of peptides are what they would call, um, secretagogues secretagogues. And what they do is, you know, if you take it, you, you kind of you know, get the heart rate going and you can, you can tell your body's, you know, it's signaling your body to produce more testosterone or more, more, usually more growth hormone. And so those, you know, I, you be careful with, um, I don't think, I don't know if you can take those orally and if they work well, because, and then you're back to insulin needles and giving yourself a shot. 
Then there's other peptides that are more for recovery. Uh, I can't remember the name right now um, that, that somebody recommended for recovery for joints. And, and it's a peptide. It's, it's definitely more of a healthier approach. Um, and then there's also, um, you know, something called 5-amino-1-MQ, 5-amino-1-MQ. It's, I don't know if it's considered a peptide, but what it does is, um, it, it does something with the fat cells where it blocks certain things so the fat cells can't keep getting larger and, and things. So I would just take it to the Lord and pray about it. Um, so that's what peptides are for those who have that question. Uh, I would say definitely a healthier approach than, um, synthetic hormones. But again, a lot of this can be corrected by diet and lifestyle changes. Okay. Um, so next question again, if you have any questions on Instagram here, go ahead and, and put it on there. Um, I can't get, I won't be able to get to all these probably, but another one, this is important. Are calories a big deal? I've heard that counting calories is key to weight loss. Okay. Let's talk about this for a minute. Cause if you talk to, you know, let's say Daniel Pampa has a lot of great videos on this. He, he's a friend of mine and he's, he's educated me on a lot of things. Um, and then again, Peter Atia, uh, uh, Peter Atia is great on this topic. And, um, you know, Jason Fung, uh, has a lot of good, good, good information. So what I try to do is, is take all this information. Um, let me answer this real quick. Do you need a prescription for peptides? Good question. I think it depends on what peptides. So you could talk to your doctor. Uh, fortunately, unfortunately, a lot of doctors don't know about, um, peptides and they, you know, they, they do the more the peptides would be more the natural approach. Um, but again, you have to investigate a little bit. Um, there's like the complete peptide handbook. I think on Amazon could tell you more. Um, uh, but that's a good point on peptides prescription. I think it depends what the FDA has them categorized as. Um, I know that they're not cheap and you have to be careful where you get the peptides from because a lot of companies aren't reputable. Um, and again, I, I want to, I want to mention Jay Campbell here knows a lot about peptides, but again, he's not a Christian. So. You know, be careful on listening to some of the podcasts and stuff. He's, he's kind of, you know, well, it, you, you got it, right? Just, just, we'll let it, you might hear some, some, some cursing and things like that, but he's got a lot of great information on it. Um, so now back to this calories. So again, from my perspective and from a biblical perspective and what I've, you know, learned over the years, um, I've, I've, you know, I'm, I'm no expert in this because there's, Here's the thing about calories. When people say you don't have to worry, and here's what I don't like. Um, and this one thing I would disagree with, let's say Jason Fung on, um, you know, don't worry about calories. It's not about calories. It's all about hormones. And what they're saying is somewhat true because uh, I know a guy who's my age eats 3000 calories a day and can, can, can stay extremely lean, probably because his hormones are, are, are working well. He's probably got a higher metabolic rate. Uh, non-exercise activity thermogenesis is probably higher than mine. Yeah, hormones play a key role because if your hormones are out of balance and let's say glucagon, uh, that actually is a hormone that will lead to fat loss. So if your glucagon is in high alert and you're, it's working good and you're burning efficiently and you're active, you know, hormones are the key or then you have too much, you know, insulin is the talk of the town right now. Insulin is a fat storage hormone, which is really good, you know, a couple hundred years ago, but today it's not real good. Uh, so my thought on calories, um, here's the bottom line. 
I think different calories matter. You know, what, what, what's going to, how it's going to, how a Snickers bar is going to affect your body versus an organic apple with some almond butter on it. You know, I'd take the, that any day over, over the Snickers bar. We can get away from this fact. This is, I think this is a bottom line fact in health and fitness. We just have to be careful because it can turn into a form of dieting. It can turn into, um, it can turn into um, eating disorders and getting too weird about your food, which I've been there and, and I've been extremes. You know, I've been, you know, I don't want to get too weird, weird about it. And, and then I just kind of get lazy and I kind of just my body falls apart. And then I, I don't want to get too crazy and carried away, you know, get a scale and let's measure eight ounces of beans. But it's good. You know, now I know, you know, banana, 120 calories and apple, 100 calories, a cup of beans, fully cooked beans has this, you know, a handful of nuts, 200, maybe 300, depending on your hand. You know, so it's good to know that information. So it took me three minutes to get to this point. All right. Again, put your comments, questions on here and I will try to get to them. The bottom line is, in my opinion, hormone optimization is great, you know, taking care of your body, eating the right foods. But if you consume more energy, more calories, that's what calories, real, a calorie is a unit of energy. So if you take in more energy than what your body is burning, regardless of hormone levels, regardless of genetics, uh, regardless of the type of food, even from time to time, if you take in more energy, your body will what? It, it, it can't use it. So what does it do? It stores it. It stores it mainly in women and hips and the buttocks and men mainly the, around the abdomen and kind of lower back and even upper back. And um, it, those calories will be stored. So for me to remove, I, I can't tell people, hey, don't worry about calories because I'll eat three cups of nuts <laughs> and have too many calories and end up um Oh, let's see. Uh, let's see. I'm inter interjecting here. His name is Jay Campbell. Jay Campbell. But again, remember, I'm not necessarily endorsing him. He's not a believer. Uh, some some stuff I don't agree with, you know, kind of gets out there and, and spirituality stuff. But he knows a lot about peptides. But also, you have to be careful who you're getting information from, because the Bible says that we are to seek godly counsel. And so I don't really want those who are not believers. So what I do is I get the information about peptides. I get all this information and then I sift it through the, the the filter of God's word. For example, do I want to get these so I can have a six pack? Um, it, that's not good. Uh, you know, do I want to get back to how I used to look? You know, when I was 29, I looked like a miniature Arnold Schwarzenegger, 210 pounds, where he was about 240, you know, very similar uh, body, six foot two. Uh, and, and so if that's my goal, then it's probably not a good idea to to delve into those waters. But if I just want to have more energy for my kids, I want to be active, I want to live a healthy life, then, you know, I think it's it's something good about stewarding our body. So I, I personally think calories do matter. I think we have to have, we have to be aware. That's why intermittent, intermittent fasting is a big rage right now. You know, you go at least 16 hours and autophagy kicks in, you go 18 hours. And what you're doing is a couple things. You are limiting calories to some degree. And if you eat more calories later, it could make up the difference. But then you're also, what happens the reason why intermittent fasting, I think, is important, I think it's pretty much biblical as well. We're not designed to eat every time we have a desire, every two and a half hours, every three hours. Um, we are um, 
when we eat, here goes, here goes blood sugar. And, and in response to that, here comes insulin. So let's eat again. Blood sugar, here comes insulin. We're going to eat again. Here comes blood sugar, insulin. We're going to eat tonight, late night. Anybody late night bingers? Blood sugar goes up when we eat insulin. And, and all this insulin, remember insulin is a fat storage hormone. And so what happens is too much of this and basically your cells close off and your cells are closed and now you're, now you're insulin, in, uh, insulin resistance. Now, now the insulin can't get in there. What the insulin is supposed to do is it opens the doorway for glucose to come into your cell. And so by too much sugar, too much eating, I think most of the problems now we are, it's being traced directly to too much glucose, too much carbohydrates, uh, for sure. And so I'm not a keto guy all the time. I think it can be wise sometimes a carnivore. You know, fiber content, phytochemicals from plants. You know, I, I don't know if that's how we were created. I know Alaska people, you know, Eskimos have done really well on it and it has a purpose. Jordan Peters did well on it. Uh, Joe Rogan said he enjoyed it, but I just think long-term sustainability and how I was created. Um, you know, what the Bible says, the Bible says that God gave us the plants for our primary food. So, um, I would be, I would, if, if you're trying to lose weight, you have to be somewhat, consider of calories and maybe it's like hey after 5 p.m if you if most of us could not eat after 5 p.m i think we would be in a lot a lot better shape that's where a lot of the damage takes place because not only not only is it more calories now these calories are going to prevent a, a, a good sleep because now you're you know even adrenaline's worked up uh your your metabolic rates increase a little bit digestion is taking place it's hard to sleep you're waking up more now you got to urinate more because you just took in some 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 even if you take in fruit you know that's going to when it converts it's going to water is going to be left over as well and we don't get a good night's sleep our insulin goes up and we we tend to gain weight um so let's see here. I'm going to go to some of the more of the, re I wish I could remember that, um, that peptide that's good for, and actually I think you can take it in a pill. Um, oh, it's, it's good for recovery, uh, or you can find a doctor who maybe you can inject, um, the, the, that peptide for recovery into your system. Um, all right. Let's see if we got two more I can get to. What would I recommend fasting? Art, good question. Would you recommend fasting for 24 to 36 hours twice a week or a straight three to five day fast? Uh, here's why fasting is interesting. Um, many of you who follow fasting, there's a lot of different opinions out there, right? So it, for me, um, I take it to uh, I take it to God and really, you know, Lord, what are you teaching me? What do you want me to do? Um, what, what, what's a person's goals? So how I would answer that question for me versus somebody who just found out they've got, you know, a, a, a breast cancer developing or colon cancer possibility. Um, because in th those cases, I'm going to be like water fasting as long as you can to go deep into autophagy for sure. Um, but if I'm a pastor, a father, you know, um, 24, 36, 36 hours. If you never tried 36 hour fasting, um, it's, it's pretty challenging. And that's just having water only. Uh, and again, for those who don't know, you can download my book, Feasting and Fasting for free at the church website, westsidechristianfellowship.org, westsidechristianfellowship.org, Feasting and Fasting. And it can answer all your questions. What should I drink? Can I drink this? Can I eat this? How long should I fast? All of that is in there. And also, if you think of it, share this, uh, share this podcast, uh, wherever you're at in 
try to get the word out, trying to help more people get in shape because I think it's, it's not about looking good at the beach, right? It's about longevity, productivity, feeling better. And when I feel better mentally, physically, emotionally, I actually feel better spiritually as well. They are, they are interwoven. You know, if I, if I just eat too much, I'm gluttonous. Uh, it affects my spiritual life. I don't want to read the word. I don't want to pray. I don't really want to go to church. So you wonder how many people don't want to come on, come to church on Sunday because of what they did Saturday night. Uh, there's definitely a parallel there. Um, so another question. Uh, so what would I recommend? I think the three to five day fast is definitely more beneficial health wise. It just depends, you know, can a person do it? Um, and I get, I get into, you know, what many of you know, if you follow fasting, if you don't follow fasting, you don't know what autophagy is, but autophagy happens when your body runs out of glucose for, for fuel and it begins like Pac-Man. You know, disease tissue, uh, other benign areas, uh, even cancerous tumors have been proven, you know, it'll, it'll start to, to consume these things that are dead. Be, and it spares your your muscle protein sparing mode, and it's, we are it's because we are created by a creator. We are designed. That's why there's so many um, uh, so many benefits of taking care of this body and looking to our designer to to get us uh, going in the right direction. Uh, let's see. From a dead start and with a busy lifestyle, what is the best way to begin getting healthy? Okay, uh, Nathan Anderson, I think it is. Pastor Nathan Anderson, good to hear from you. And um, I've, I've got a passion for this area because, you know, left to myself, I would probably be, you know, 50, 60, 70 pounds overweight. I love to eat too much. I love chocolate at night. I'm just not, I mean, when I grew up, I had friends that would eat exactly like I did and they looked like a model, GQ model. And uh, <laughs> you're just like, how, how do you look like that? And so genetics does play a role in it. You know, not everyone's going to look like the rock, even if they take, you know, growth hormone and testosterone and trend and things like that. Uh, there's genetics definitely plays a role. And so what I've always heard is, and what I like is genetics, genetics loads the gun, but your lifestyle pulls the trigger. Your lifestyle can actually change some of your genetic expression. They call it epigenetics. And although I'm predispositioned to be this way, I don't have to live this way. And so from a dead start, what I would do is the first, the, the battle is in the mind. You have to, the power of the made up mind, Lord, I'm, I'm tired of being overweight. I'm tired of being sluggish. I'm tired of not being a good parent for my kids. I'm going to see this through for, and usually, I mean, let's be realistic. It took time to put the weight on. You know, I, I would, I would, you know, give a good six month goal, um, you know, by next, by next spring. And, you know, no, the holidays are coming. I usually do pretty good at holidays. I don't have any candy around Halloween time, even though we don't celebrate Halloween per se. Um, I don't eat you know, candy around Christmas much. I mean, this, it's just, you know, power of the made up mind and I know where it's going to take me. And so it doesn't mean you're not going to blow it now and then or, or enjoy it, uh, some things now and then birthday cake, whatever, but you have, okay, I've got that six month goal and knowing, knowing that you're not going to actually see the results very quickly. It's a process. I mean, a pound of fat, one way I could show you a pound of fat would be, you know, a pound of fat, uh, is 3,500 calories. And so if you're creating a deficit, it's going to take a while to lose a pound of fat. And you don't want to just starve yourself because you're, then your meta, metabolic rate, your metabolism can slow down a lot. And then you're going to kind of start eating again the normal way. And, and then you're going to gain that weight on. That's what the yo-yo effect really is. The yo-yo effect is 
is your body's metabolic rate slowing down, adjusting to the low calories. Now, granted, um, I would even start to incorporate some fasting right away. Uh, if, if, I, if I was working with somebody and I, like I used to do, let's say they're 300 pounds and I would, I would look at their diet, I would write them out a menu. Uh, you know, I'd probably, if, if possible, uh, skip breakfast. If they can, let that, let that fasting continue to lunch, maybe a good, solid, very healthy lunch, huge salad with all kinds of things on it, a grilled chicken breast, and then possibly some, a lot of avocado. And then, you know, later on around four o'clock, a good healthy dinner, maybe a little bit of protein shake, um, right after that and some supplements. And then, you know, let's say that's 2000 calories. And that, that's, I would, I would say you're, that's your two meals for the day. You start to really crave something after that. No, it's going to take a while. It's, it's your body fight, fighting these addictions. And so, uh, maybe some, some sparkling water is good. Uh, something to take the edge off. Sometimes I have some magnesium and mix it. Uh, it's, it's a little bit sweet and just things that kind of take the edge off. But it, we have to, we have to remember it's a challenge. It's a fight. It's a battle. It's hard. It's not easy. And so we start to tell people, take a pill, you know, for 30 days, lose 30 pounds in 30 days, wear this belt that shakes you and do, no, it's hard in this life. It is hard, especially with fast food on every corner. It's hard and it's going to take a mental strong person to get through this. So I'd set myself up a goal and I would not weigh myself, but once a week at the same time, every single day on an empty stomach. And even if I didn't see much progress and I've done this before, man, I, I didn't, I didn't lose any weight. That's why measurements are important. Measurements of your waist and navel, especially for men. And I noticed I dropped a half inch on my waist, but my weight didn't change. Well, remember, if you're also working out muscle, depending on your age, you know, muscle can, can start to develop and start to grow. And so the weight might not change too much, but eventually now you've got that more muscle. Now that muscle, you're going to be able to expend more calories and now you're gonna be able to drop some weight even quicker. So that's what I would do from a dead start. I would, I would incorporate intermittent fasting. I would limit my, feeding window. I would get more active. Even now I parked, I mean, way away from the mall and I walked to the mall. I walked around the mall. I actually walked a mile, over a mile, just going to the mall. Uh, same thing with when I go shopping, I parked the farthest out, I take stairs and you got to wear, you know, if you've got on your um, Apple watch, it will, oh, it says I'm almost there right now meeting my daily goals, you know, of walking. I want to walk, you know, five, six miles a day uh, on, in addition to my exercise and just staying busy. So you got to stay busy. You got to stay active because those that's non-exercise activity thermogenesis. They call it the neat principle. And that's when you're burning. You can burn, if believe it or not, three, four, five, six hundred calories a day on top of exercise just by being more active. And then when you're being more active, you are motivated and you're seeing that the progress. And even if there's a week goes by, you don't see much progress, you get back on track, you keep falling forward. And then I would also choose God-given healthy food. Is it God-given or is it man-made? I would choose in this situation I'm giving here, I would choose, I don't call it keto. Keto to me is pretty hard because it's only like 50 grams of carbohydrates for the whole day. I sometimes get it down to 20 grams. And I don't know if that's net carbs after their fiber intake, I'm not really sure. But for me, um, you know, I, I don't go that low. But for this person, I might recommend a huge salad, meat, um, and if you do have a little bit of carbs, maybe at lunch, maybe half of a sweet potato with some avocado and getting your 1,000 calories at one meal, 1,000 calories at the other meal, and then you're staying very active, you'll see some tremendous results uh, by doing that. I'd start walking. It, it, all of us can walk. Walk farther. You don't need, and I would, you know what, this might be a little, you know, hardcore, but it's okay. 
I've done it where I've unplugged the TV, put it away in the closet, hide the remote control, and I've and, and like leave my phone somewhere at 6 p.m. every night, and I'm done with electronics. And you're you're more active. I take my son to the batting cages. I go on a walks, you know, to to, to our office, or uh, I'll you know play with the kids, and you're just staying more active. And so we're seeing a lot of things. The wrong food. And we're becoming insulin resistant. We're also not as active. Activity is so important. The old saying, you don't, if you don't use it, you will lose it is absolutely true. So, uh, let's see. I'm going to try to get to a few more of these on this podcast, a biblical approach to health and fitness. Um, and I will try to get to uh, maybe some at a future one. But if you have any questions on this, you know, what protein powder is, is good? Well, it depends on what you are, what your goal is. I mean, you've got great plant-based protein powder. Um, you know, Kajava is expensive though. And I try to, if I get that, I make it last for a while. Um, you know, or just look at the ingredients. If you can't pronounce it and you're not sure what it is, look it up online, but it should just have basic, good, God-given ingredients. And I, I even actually mix it with some macadamia oil or macadamia milk. Um, I think there's something called um, nothing but macadamias or something like that. And they actually have the macadamia milk and mix that with cold water milk and the sh shake. So it just depends, you know, what supplements, it depends what your goals are. I have a whole video on YouTube about some of the supplements I take. I would definitely be bottom line, be getting a good multivitamin and vitamin uh, and also a great B, B complex vitamin. I would get good D and K vitamins. You know, there's a whole, and then uh, trace mineral vitamins, uh, trace minerals actually it comes in maybe a powder or liquid and i i take my supplements one day and then nothing the next i don't know if that's a good idea but i save a lot of money that way so that's one idea um let's see a couple other ones oh hey alex how are you doing you have any questions uh, on your end let me know okay another one here on again if you have any questions on health and fitness from a biblical perspective um put it on here another one about um, when, you know, when is, when is physical fitness becoming fanaticism? When, when is it becoming too extreme? That's a good point. As humans, we always vacillate in, on these types of areas, right? I'm either leaning too far to the gluttony end <laughs> in the activity, or I'm, I'm getting a little bit too carried away and crazy here. You know, I've got to work out uh, twice a day and I got to measure my food intake on my scale. And I'm going to get mad at my wife if she buys some ice cream and I don't want to go to my kid's birthday party. You know, that's not real healthy. You got to learn how to live within the constraints that God has given us. And, um, and it's hard to find that balance. I haven't mastered it. You know, I, I lean, sometimes I lean the other way, you know? And so I think, it's, if as long as it's not idolatry and, you know, you look in the mirror all the time, um, it, you know, if I want to get real crazy, I would, I don't even have, I don't have a six pack, you know, I'm 215 pounds, six foot two. And, uh, you know, it, it's not real pleasant to look at the beach, but I feel healthy. I feel vibrant. I feel it's not about that. I want to know, can my clothes fit pretty good? Um, energy for my kids. Now, do I want to get down eventually? Yeah. And I will, I feel God wants me at a, at a, at a as I get older, as you get older, lean is the key. Trust me, lean while holding on to muscle is the goal. Uh, the goal as I get older is I don't want to be resistant to insulin. I don't want to eat too many carbs and, and, and deal with that because your eyesight starts to fade. Your hands get numb. Um, you, you, your body really deteriorates when um, you're having too many carbs and too much insulin. And I also want to 
make sure I'm active and uh, want to be leaner and leaner and holding on to muscle just just to be able to get around better. Can't, you know, getting off can't get off the floor with your kids. It's definitely hard. Uh, I think I answered this before, but uh, the all meat diet. And again, the the reason I'm a little bit different um, than most people out there you watch is. I look at it from a biblical perspective. That's the only way I know. Fitness through a biblical perspective tells me that um, walking is really good. <laughs> Lifting things is really good because God created us to work. And I'm not in construction anymore with a big digging bar and breaker bars and all that. Now I've got to you know stay active. Um, and so a lot of these guys, you'll hear them say, "Well, evolutionary or you know the the industrial age." And we we were we, we when we were evolved, it's all it's all. I have to throw that out the window because that is you cannot base anything off of evolution or how we have how in the world could we evolve. How did the, the first little single cell, whatever, made a man and then another one knew to make a woman and then they knew how to come together and have a baby? Give me a break. It's lunacy. It's absolute lunacy. Uh, but again, they don't want there to be a God. There cannot be a God. That means I have to submit and surrender and I'm not God. And that's pride and that's arrogant. So sorry to answer your question. Uh, I don't I don't believe in the the carnivore diet. I wouldn't encourage anybody to do it necessarily other than the fact i mean jordan peters and his daughter had really good results and other people have and here's why you're getting rid of all the processed food you're getting rid of all the junk food and you're just eating god-given meat that's it so you will see probably your skin clear up you'll probably go into a ketogenic phase absolutely is your body designed to live on ketones only no i don't think so i think our body was designed as the chief source of energy <clears throat> carbohydrates is the chief source of energy i think that's how we were designed because you can see how it's broken down it's stored in the muscle it's stored in the liver and it's easy access as soon as you need it you know whereas fat you know you actually have to get into ketosis and then the fat is fuel and then if you start to get really low, you know, gluconeogenesis where your muscle is being converted now into glucose, converted into glucose, right? The primary. So I think carbohydrates are our primary source of energy, how we are created. And in the gods, in the Bible, it says, I gave them all the herbs, all the greens, the, the trees, the fruits. I gave all of the, this to them for fuel, for food. Okay. But then all the, you know, the, 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 the benefit of uh, meat protein versus plant. You know, what about some of the vitamins and minerals that are actually lacking in plants? And that's true. You know, vegans have to take a special supplement uh, because it's not found in uh, plants. And, you know, I don't really know how that works other than I know they were a lot closer to the soil. And a lot of times when you're, when you're in the soil, and that's why I worked in construction, a lot of soil that soil carries a lot of the vitamins and minerals that plants are missing. So, you know, if you're grabbing a carrot from the dirt and you're eating it, you could actually get some of the same uh, types of, of vitamins and minerals. Plus, what is it? What does the animal do? The animal eats the grass, the cow and uh, the, the oxen. Look how strong an oxen is. What do they eat? Plants. So, um, but, you know, this this is a heated debate. It's almost like debating Calvinism and Armenianism in the church or eschatology, the end times rapture or once saved, always saved. You know, you got people, they're very passionate about this. But from my perspective, the Bible is clear that we are to primarily eat plants and we can get into the phytochemicals, the cancer um the cancer preventing effects of plants, reservatol and grapes, uh, antioxidants. And then I love these guys that come on and say, plants are trying to kill you. No, they're not. What they're actually doing is um, they're keeping away the pests, but the levels of toxicity in the plants are not 
hurting our body. Actually, what they're doing is, uh, did you know there's cyanide, I believe, in, in some, I think maybe in a peach nut or something, a pear, don't, don't quote me on this, but not a pear, but, uh, or nectarine or something. It's actually a little bit of, of, of that in there. And so you have these things at a small level, they can be good for the body, but you start to get excessive levels. So I, I just can't, if it doesn't line up scripturally, I can't believe it. So I don't believe in the carnivore diet uh, long term, um, but short term, it might work for some people. Also, you have to remember, where does, um, you know, a lot of, I can think of a lot of prescriptions that actually have uh, their foundation in in plants. Uh, rapamycin, for example, uh, metformin, uh, statin drugs. A lot of those, rapamycin, for example, I think it was found in the bacteria on Easter Island. And uh, rapamycin, you know, decent medi medica medicine. Uh, metformin, a lot of people take that for diabetes. You know, so medicine often has its... Um, Good medicine often has its, its, its roots in plants. You know, where do we get some of our opiates from? You know, plants. So I just, I, I can't, I can't buy into the meat diet, uh, phase. uh, it's, it, a lot of this is, is a, is a phase carnivore. Now, again, it can work good for some people. And I just mentioned why, because they're removing all processed food and they're eating just meat. You are going to definitely reap some benefits. I would be concerned. I'd be concerned about, about too much protein. And what that does to the body, and also the, my lack of fiber. That those would be the big concerns for me. Uh, Julie Don, good to hear from you. Um, been praying for you guys. Uh, for the same Julie Don I'm thinking of. Um, yes. Where are we, pre-trib or post-trib or in between? I'd say we all agree that we're in the end times. Yeah, me too. You can listen to my ser series on Revelation, and I try to just show the different views. Um, on, on what that looks like too. So anyway, just want to pop on for a little bit and talk about biblical uh, health from a biblical perspective. Uh, let's see, got a lot of questions on plant-based protein, protein. I think I answered most of them. Uh, a lot of organic vegetables, good healthy fats. Yes, I didn't mention too much about that, but when you eat protein, you should eat it um, with the fat. And you know, there's, there's, there's experts on this that can t tell you how the protein is utilized even better in fat. And think about it, it comes with fat. When you see a piece of meat with fat on it, eat, eat the fat, you know, to some degree. Um, these things are with, you always see the protein with fat, you know, whether it's fish, meat, different things. So, and, and so, um, now that's not necessarily people say a good healthy fat, but, um, just something to think about. Good healthy fats, of course, avocado. We use avocado oil, um, cold pressed cold pressed just means it's 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 not heated and when when oil's heated you know it can lose a lot of its 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 um protective properties and healing properties so avocado oil mc mct oils are great multi multi chain triglycerides are great all the all these are god given foods it's amazing um you know what what god does and what clean eating will do to you um is it wrong to work out to look better and not necessarily for health um you know, I would take that to the Lord because it depends. I mean, if you're wanting to look better for your spouse, I mean, trying to just, you know, you're looking better. I think that can be a form of idolatry. So I think we have to be careful. But any of us in, in the fitness area, any of you that are, you know, you know that that can be a struggle. I mean, obviously, I want to look a little bit better, especially when I'm preaching. I mean, you want to be presentable. You want to be able to back your message. You want to, you know, like Paul, I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection. Lest when I preach to others, I myself should become disqualified. Whoops. And so I think it's hard. You know, if I, if, let's say if I was up there, you know, 280 pounds and just out of shape. I think, you know, it, it really speaks to um, our testimony a little bit. So 
I, I think it's wrong to work out just to look better, but I think you will look better as you're working out for health, if that makes sense. People don't realize all the vitamins, minerals, it supplies in, in healthy plant-based foods. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that's funny. If you work out, you are a white supremacist. Uh, yeah, I heard <laughs> these guys are so woke. It's a joke. I mean, some of the best athletes in the world are black. Come on. I mean, the, the uh, black people have us have just genetically too. They are really gifted for athletics. And so that's just silly. Uh, they're trying to shame everyone, blame everyone. Um, you know, you should see when I grow a goatee. You know, I really get name called and, and I, I couldn't love people more. I, I, I've never had a skin, skin issue problem. Never. I love all people. Uh, it's, 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 and it's not a skin issue. It's a sin issue. Um, let's see. Berbidine is, is, is comparable to metformin. Possibly. I'm not an expert on that. Uh, on this episode of Idleman Unplugged Health and Fitness from a Biblical Perspective. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. If you've enjoyed this episode of Idleman Unplugged, be sure to send us your ideas and topics for future episodes of the podcast. You can send us an email at westsidechristianfellowship.org or shaneidleman.com. Thank you for listening to us today and join us again on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Eidelman Unplugged. For more information, visit us at shaneidleman.com. Again, that's shaneidleman.com. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. El Paseo Publications proudly supports the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network. We are committed to quality in Christian publication. Free ebooks can be found at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks. Books such as What Works for Men and What Works for Young Adults will help readers understand that the obstacles ahead are never greater than God's power to take you through. Books such as What Works When Diets Don't and Feasting and Fasting demonstrate how health can be achieved from a biblical perspective. Other free books such as Answers for a Confused Church and Desperate for More of God show the importance of fully surrendering our lives to Christ. And One Nation Above God is a must-read for anyone concerned about the direction of America. Again, free downloads of these ebooks are available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We are happy about partnering with the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network.